And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This is the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, DC Comics release their weekly titles on Tuesdays. Marvel and indie comics like Image and Boom and IDW, they release them on Wednesdays. Unless, I guess, you live outside of the U.S., and then everything gets released on Wednesdays. Right, Danny? The, yeah, the day it should be. Why, why, like, nobody's still giving me an answer as to why DC is like, I don't know, we're going to do Tuesdays now. Um, like, I, I think, think it's because it's... Jump, jump on the competition. It's, but I think it's magazine day. Tuesday's, like, new magazines oh. day. So I think they just were, like, yeah. cutting corners and saving costs, but just, well, we'll just ship it with but, that. But, but we don't get magazine, like, there's no comic books at the grocery stores anymore, so... What's the point? Well, uh, for anyone out there who's in the U.S., you just that's all you need to know. And if you're outside the U.S., Wednesdays is still comic book day. And today is Thursday, and we're talking about this week's releases. Uh, we've binged as much as we could, uh, and we're going to be talking about it. Now, I can't do it alone, so you heard some voices. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you don't know who those voices are. But if you're watching the live stream, which is uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our number one streaming platform, volume.com. Uh, you can see their faces. You can see their social media. You know who was talking. Uh, first of all, we got Trevor Reese. Trevor, how you doing? Hello. Doing well. Just drinking out of my Batman 89 cup. I'm glad that you're describing it for anyone listening to the podcast. Yeah, but uh, They're missing out if they're not watching the live stream, but, you know, no. it is what it is. Technically, it's a Batman Returns mug uh, cup, so it's a Batman 92, technically. Uh, for... For anyone who, out there who didn't know, Trevor is a child of royalty, uh, uh, specifically mech royalty. Uh, Trevor. <laughs> well, speaking uh, of Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Tre oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mech royalty. Trevor uh, is a, a child of McDonald's. Mm -hmm. uh, not you can by see blood. It's super faded. You can't. I'll describe it, but it's the, the McDonald's arches and a Coke logo. At the oh, bottom okay, of the yeah. mug. Oh, it is, is This is part of the infamous, uh, we want to market to kids, but Tim Burton created a gothic erotic fantasia. Uh, <laughs> like this, this cup is part of that lore. This comes yeah. from the line of where Warner Brothers is like, we got to sell McDonald's cups, and we can't yeah. sell it with this. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I this is a piece of history. Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, Trevor's not a... Uh, uh, by blood, uh, child of <laughs> McDonald's, but by franchise. So, uh, so my parents met in a McDonald's, so it's pretty. Did close. they really? They I didn't did. even know that. They straight okay. up did. Like literally, okay. I owe like the first quarter of my life to McDonald's. Okay. They supported my family. They my parents yeah. met through there. Like it was my first job. Like it's crazy. <laughs> um. I, I think that McDonald's should have leaned into the romance in their in their yeah. marketing and advertising, you know. Yeah, but they did. Like they've like I'm so surprised that McDonald's hasn't really tapped into nostalgia. They've been really forward thinking. Like, no, now we're a cool hip cafe kind of place. Right. Like after the the um, Super Size Me stuff, it's just like, dude, like then you could really tap into nostalgia with McDonald's. Yeah, they haven't done yeah. it. Um, we we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, uh, Comic talk. Uh, yeah, I I I just wanted to say like ba 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 ba. 
I'm loving, loving you. Like that could be a thing, you know? It could, but should it. <laughs> um uh enough McDonald's talk. Let's take it to uh Scotland over there. Um let's introduce our new guest to comic talk. Uh it's her first time, but she does amazing comic book TikToks. She knows her shit. We got Danny McGowan. Is it Gowan or Gowan? So it's yeah, it's McGowan. Um McGowan. Okay, yeah. Danny McGowan from Glasgow. Glasgow, right? Glasgow, but you're clo- you're close enough. I feel like all Americans pronounce it that way. Is it Glasgow? Is it Glasgow? Glasgow. No, it's, it's Glasgow. you put the uh in the in the a. And I think yeah, a lot of Americans go Glasgow. Like it's not the right. co part; it's the ah. Oh, so Glasgow. it's not a it's not an Glasgow, ah. Right? Except, like ah, Glasgow. Like yeah, God, yeah. There you go, Glasgow. Yeah. Okay, there yeah. we go. Okay, yeah, it's an ah. It's an ah. Okay. Um. Danny, uh, you know your shit. You do amazing uh, uh, comic book related TikToks, and uh, you read a lot of comics. So I'm really excited to see what you got today for us. Did you bring the PowerPoint? Oh yeah, I've uh, you know five point PowerPoint, everything like an essay. You know the whole. <laughs> I feel right. like I feel like I'm going to be asked a question and like any knowledge that I've ever had about any <laughs> comics, I'm just going to be like. Who's Batman? I don't know who that is. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, did I, did I, did I book the wrong person? Yeah, exactly. Completely <laughs> free. It's just like Batman. Oh. <laughs> um, how's uh, how's your day going over there? I know it's late out there, uh, which means you just got extra time to read your comics. I think exactly, right? exactly. It, it's more time to consume comic content for the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, which is really ideal. So there we go. Uh, do you guys have McDonald's in Scotland? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah I think I think McDonald's is a pretty universal experience. Um, although, yeah. as far as I'm aware, depending on where you are, there's like different menu things. Like, there's obviously like cheeseburgers are always like a staple. Um, but yeah, there's like different things. Depending what's on a where specific? You are. What's a specific? I, I, Scotland... I don't know why I said it because I did not look this up before. Like, I know that this is a thing. I don't know what's different in in UK uh, McDonald's versus yeah. U.S. McDonald's, but I mean, I know there's Amer- differences. As an American, I would guess that the Shamrock Shake is year-round in Scotland. That would be my just- guess. <laughs> or I mean, it would be Ireland. In that area, I'm misconstruing. Close, close I'm misconstruing. I mean, that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, bad. Trevor. Trevor. That was bad. It's, it's I, I, late, I applied all of Ireland for, uh, for my to Scotland. To be here, so. Yeah, you did. Already, how far into it are we? And I'm like, oh, no. I thought I was doing so well, but like, no, Dimitri, it's Glasgow. Like, it's it's <laughs> awe. It's an awe. And now I'm just oh, like, man. completely made a, a leprechaun at, in Scotland joke. <laughs> <laughs> that should be, that could be a movie, though. A leprechaun in Scotland. And it's like, it's a fish out of water story because leprechauns aren't from Scotland. And that would then teach Trevor, uh, uh, correct. A valuable lesson. <laughs> yeah, a valuable lesson. <laughs> by Let's reinforcing talk- my lie, by having a whole movie based on the fake premise I just made, that doesn't. That feels like it's not. I'm not going to learn my lesson. Wait, we, we, we're, <laughs> uh, uh, we'll figure it out as time goes on. Um, we're we're bringing it back to comic talk here. We're bringing it back to comic talk. Um, 
they, uh, the books that came out this week, whether they're DC, whether they're Marvel, whether they're indie, we're going to be talking about it a lot. Uh, for anyone out there who wants to know and who's watching us on volume.com slash the Keeg show or wherever you're watching us, uh, if you're watching us live, feel free to ask us questions and whatnot. We'd be more than happy to answer them. This is not only about talking about comics, but also about like just kind of stoking the fire that's within like viewers and the audience, uh, getting them started on comics and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, the question that I opened this up for, for all of you is if you had only money and time for one comic a month, what would it be? What would be that one comic that you can't do without? I'll let Danny go first. If, uh, if you got one. Absolutely. Um, I have been humming and hawing about this because it's such a painful question. Um, and uh-huh. so, so rude to, to ask, yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think if I had to choose, so it's actually not my favorite running comic right now, but I would say X-Men. Um, just, it's just, I love X-Men. And even yeah. though the current run is not at its peak, I don't think, um, no. I, I would still probably choose X-Men. Um, but okay. it was a really hard question. I've been thinking about it all week. <laughs> okay. I I normally answer with X-Men myself. That being said, this week was not a good issue. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but I'm with you. I would normally say X-Men. But before the new title of X-Men, Tom Taylor's Nightwing run um, is really good. Um, so it would be like... And that's continuously good. So, you know, oh, uh, really? that would be... That'd be my pick. It's really, it's a question at the core of it. It's a question of what's the series that even at its lowest point, you will still pick up. Cause I think right. we're all challenged with that. Like, cause my answer is uh, amazing Spider-Man. Like, okay. And it's, it, and like, I think it's a cheat. That's a cheater answer because for those of those of anyone who out there who doesn't you? know, it's a weekly series now. So you only have yeah, money and so time. For I have, four so I have to earn now. more money. You only have to buy one a month with your X-Men. Right. You only have to buy one a month. I have to <laughs> Unless earn, you consider I have all to X-Titles X-Men. enough money to buy at least three issues a month. So how dare you cheapen my choice of Spider-Man. I, it's a deeper investment is what it is. Right. It is a deeper investment. Now but it's like, four times a month. It's every yeah, they, week. They've now. gone... I mean, but they've been they've been at this breakneck schedule since Brand New Day. Like, they've been at it since then. Like, that's what right. people kind of forget is that was... That's been Spider-Man's pace since then as, like, still fallout from the success of uh, DC 52. Um, oh, that changed the game. Yeah. That changed the game. Yeah. That's why Spider-Man's at this breakneck schedule because that was Marvel. Instead of doing a weekly series, they're like, "Well, let's just put Spider-Man on and we'll start writing him by committee." And that's how yeah. Slot got on because he was part of the committee, then took it over. Um, but right now, like, it, we're only two issues into it, but Spider-Man is in the middle of what we all have to experience, which is the creative team change. Right. Like we are transitioning into a new story with new storytellers. And that's always the test of how much you love a book. Right. How far are you willing to go to yeah. still read about Peter yeah. Walker? <laughs> yeah, I got real like I feel like I've I hate it more now in retrospect, but I was not digging it for a while, but I got real deep into Straczynski's run. Like I there was a long time before I really just kind of like was like 
hey, I got like finals, man. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta worry about right. this. That are like bailed on his stuff, but, um, but yeah, but like I think it's always interesting to see like what a creative team, a different creative team brings to something, and you kind yeah. of like realize a little bit like, all right, well, this is what the core of the character is. Like, what's changed? What didn't change? Yeah. I mean, greatest weekly comic is 52. Like, 52. Yeah. I, I, I can't speak high enough praise for 52. Danny, did you did you ever read that? I did not. I did not mm. read no. 52. The weekly, yeah. it was a weekly DC comic where, where I think DC what is at its best. Yeah. And it was, it was running on all cylinders, and they made you care about characters you never knew you'd care about. And it was the premise of 52 is it's the missing year so after in, Infinite Crisis and one year later, right? Yeah, and 2005, 2006 was Infinite Crisis, and then they did the one year later jump. And yeah, right, so yeah. all through Which was also such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that was like when DC was like pre-reboot because the yeah. uh, Infinite Crisis didn't reboot anything. It just reintroduced the multiverse. The multiverse. Like it yeah. didn't really, like there were... A, some changes or resets back yeah. to um like they had they like I remember at the time they reestablished that's when Joe Chill was the one who killed because right oh, a long okay. stretch he was it was just like an unknown assailant and then right. they reestablished it as Joe Chill. Um but yeah but that was when DC was just like yes let's reinvest in the history and really use that and really make that the thing and the payoff yeah. and um yeah 52 was awesome. Cause that's where yeah. Batwoman came from. Uh, uh, yeah. That's where uh, Renee Montoya as the question came from and the death of right. the original question. Um, right. What else? There's uh, all, basically all those storylines. Booster Gold sort of modus operandi is, was established like in, in 52. Yeah. So, like there's still like a lot of stuff like of value that came from it that still resonates today. I mean the whole Black Adam stuff. Yeah, like there was that whole Black Adam storyline. Um, yeah, there, there was probably going to be like the Rock's movie at some point. Wait, what's that? I was going to say like that's probably going to be the blueprint for one of the Rock's movies. I mean, Isis, Adam. Isis, or what, whatever her name is now, because now you can't name her Isis. Uh, uh, is is uh, uh, a character in the new Black Adam movie? So it's like, I mean, it's only a matter of time till they start like bringing in Sobek. Um, these are all deep dives. These are <laughs> super deep dives for anyone out there who is, is listening. But basically, uh, we would, if you ever have any questions about what we're, we're talking about, feel free to ask. Uh, Danny, extra question for you, just because it's your first time. Uh, what kind of comics do you, do you like to read? Are you more of a DC, more of a Marvel yeah. person? Do you like to pick sides? So... Uh, I guess, um, so to give a bit of history, when I was a young girl, <laughs> yeah. when I was a teenager, um, I was like one of those people that was like, you can only like one, and, and I really liked X-Men, so I was like, Marvel's the best, and, yeah. but then I stopped being weird about it, um, yeah. and actually, uh, I probably around like 80% of the titles I read is DC, and I like to think of it as I read like DC and X-Men. <laughs> And that's yeah. like basically it. So, um, exactly. but I do, I do read a lot of the Spider stuff. Interestingly, I haven't really been reading like the main Spider Man titles, but like I read Silk and I, I've been reading Miles Morales. But then I, when we were talking about it earlier, I was like, why haven't I been reading Spider Man? So I just yeah. it up. But, 
Uh, Spider-Man is definitely the quintessential, and he's not bad in this way. He's the quintessential white male protagonist. Uh, like, uh, but he's not problematic for the most part. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people get into Spider-Man easy through that way. But I found, I have found that Spider-Man resonates less with women. Like, for, like, like, almost statistically so. Um, the resonation just isn't there. Do you, do you feel enough, like that? I find it hard to relate to, like, the, the woes of a college male student living his life. Strange to that. But, I mean, I mean, I like, I like Peter Parker enough, um, but I, it, it, to be honest, that's probably maybe one of the reasons why I've never really, like, read a lot of, of, of Spider-Man, even though, like, I know yeah. so many people. Like, yeah. Peter Parker is, like... <laughs> yeah yeah i love spider-man I, an, I, you know. but it's an easy read because peter parker is a very when he's written right he's a very kind of charming character yeah. there's a breeze to the comics that is just like yeah i can see like why women would like to read spider-man but not connect with it at all yeah because I it is I a mean, fun read because it's it's the 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 it's always been the internal struggle of spider-man it's never really been about the fights it's never really been about that it is a much more like thoughtful superhero book like just right. at its foundation but yeah but it is peter parker just like trying to pay rent just as a straight white male and just like oh i'm gonna go out with mary jane <laughs> right it's a great impression 10 out of 10 um but yeah uh, i i mean i don't think you necessarily need to be able to relate to every aspect of the character in order to enjoy it um but i right. prob there probably is something in that um in but yeah yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, and we'll get to some co uh, comments, comments, and then comics uh, in a little bit. Um, something that stood out to me, and I just realized this now, is Spider-Man is always being pitched as the everyman. Stan Lee pitched him as the everyman. Everybody pitches Spider-Man. He's the everyman. And little, and I just realized that it's he's the everyman, right? And it... it just even the word everyman is supposed to be like, yeah, 100% of people will relate. But really, the word everyman just means 50% of the people will relate, right? Well, yeah, I, I, I I'm guess not saying like won't relate, sense. won't relate. Right. But there is a, you know. I, to be honest, I think Peter's like a likable enough character that there probably is aspects of him that anyone can relate right. to. Whether they're like, oh man, I wish I could date Mary Jane, um, is not necessarily <laughs> the case. Right. But, right. Um, it's just you know, it, it it it. I think there's definitely a place for like a like an everyday Joe kind of character, which I guess you could argue Peter is, even though he's very talented in many different ways. Yeah, and he has um, a six well, pack. But right. <laughs> like, well, I don't I don't know how detailed. Steve Ditko displayed his uh, thing, but he's not necessarily an everyman because he's like Stan Lee, or at least Stan Lee, he might have been changed to it, but Stan Lee like literally would describe him as like Midtown High's only professional wallflower. Like he was an outsider. Like that's, right. I think that's a lot of the appeal of Spider-Man and why people, how they can relate to him is by being, by our experiences of being on the outside of like the in crowd yeah. or what's happening or, or, or success or a, any right. of those variables. We understand that, but yeah, but it is like very much a straight white male's understanding of what power is and what responsibility for that power right. is. So, yeah. but yeah, but it is the, 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 the quality of it that's readable is the fact that it's, it's charming and it's about an underdog 
Like that's right. what people like about it. You can. And I love I I love Spider Man. I'm not throwing shots at Spider Man. Spider Man is great. I like him. I uh, mean, the real test of of whether or not you like Spider Man is whether or not you're going to stick around for a series that stars Ben Riley. Oh no! <laughs> but that's the thing. I like Peter Parker. I do not like Ben Riley. And we'll 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 talk about Amazing Spider-Man seventy-six <laughs> soon. Yeah. Um, here are some comments from the crowd uh, because I want them to know that we are here for them. You know, if we are the shoulders they can rest their head on. You know, um, <laughs> uh, Lizzie says hi everyone. Happy to see you guys live tonight. I don't know why she assumed we would be dead, but it's always good to see us alive. Um, or pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, someone's furiously typing at the keyboard. Put your thumb up. Flash us like three fingers <laughs> if you're live. If you actually see this and you're not a robot. Hold um, up today's newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Polka Jedi says, hey, hey, us all. Um, and then Lizzie says, I just saw Black Widow last night. Did you guys like the movie? Do they have a con... Well, I, I don't know whether this is all related. Do they have a comic for them? I'm not sh sure whether that's relating to Black Widow or not. And then she oh. also says that's always nicer when you relate to the main character. Um, um, just real quick, to uh, I, I forget if it's Mark Wade writing it, but Chris Samney's uh, Black Widow yeah. run is, I think, the closest thing to what the movie is. So if you want a comic book sort of yeah. companion to that, yeah. their run, it's like 12, 14 it's, issues. Yeah. It's awesome. Wade, Wade and Somni. Yeah. 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 It was their follow-up to Daredevil, which was an incredible run. Yeah. I cannot say enough high praise about how amazing their Daredevil run was. Yeah. Um. Uh. Question, Danny, are you a fan of Black Widow? Um... Not particularly. Um, it's fair. <laughs> but, I mean, she's all right. She's all right. And, yeah. But I yeah. enjoyed the movie. I thought it was. I enjoyed the movie I too. It was probably five years too late, but I. Enjoyed I agree. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but do you is the because uh, I I feel like that like between her and Hawkeye they're the biggest departures of who they are in the comic books. Um, like yeah, because like there's some yeah there's because like even like Sammy's run like. Like her, I feel like the the Lake Bell version is closer to the comic book, the 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 what oh, if. Oh, the what if? Yeah, version. yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's something about Scarlett Johansson's performance of her that, and, and same with like Jeremy Renner, like that they just felt like, all right, well, I don't dislike what you're doing, but this is not seeing the comic book come to life. Yeah, yeah. Um... Captain Comics Rex says the current Kelly Thompson Black Widow book kicks ass, by the way. And that actually is uh, really good, the current Black yeah. Widow run. Uh, I'm up to date on that. Um, and Polka Jedi says the upcoming Hawkeye show looks a lot like they're going to going full on Fractions run. I would assume so with the Kate Bishop yeah. and Barton stuff. Um, and Pizza Dog and just, yeah, sort of the comedy of it. Yeah, it does feel like they're taking a yeah. lot from Fraction. The same way, like... WandaVision was based primarily on uh, Tom Taylor's Vision miniseries. Yeah, other I mean, other, I mean, it's Vision in the suburbs, but well, other than that, it was Mar there much. Marvel's been super loosey goosey with their adaptations. Like we're yeah, not, getting, which I like, like. Yeah, like Mar, like DC seems more like they've been more honoring the the storylines as canon. <sighs> 
I hate um, it. I hate it. Okay. Awful. Yeah. But we, we, we don't need to. There's no new yeah. movie coming out for them, so why waste time to discussing right. that? <laughs> uh, to, to kind of piggyback on what Danny said earlier, X-Men is my favorite of all time. Most of DC is underneath that, and then most of Marvel. So it kind of goes in that order. So I'm kind of very X-Men heavy. And the only way I choose Marvel over DC is because of X-Men. But if you took X-Men out of the equation, I would like DC a lot more. That's literally the same as how I yeah. Um, yeah. Which it is what it is, but... Um, right. But I love them all. And I read yeah, them all. It's all good. Um, before, let's get... Let's get well, oh, before, we, before we dive into the comic books, can we talk about the biggest comic news of the week about a comic that is going to be published? Which is the Wizard uh, of Saga. Oh, I thought you were talking about John Kent being bisexual. No, that is that is also big news. That was but huge like, news. For, like, I mean, you want to talk about a poly queer ass book saga? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like John Kent's like chaste kiss is like that's like a small panel that would appear on the screen of. Uh, the robot while he's having an orgy. Like, that's... <laughs> I I have only read a couple issues of Saga. I hear it's great. I know everybody's excited for it coming back. Uh, and I need to catch up. It's incredible. It, you know. Um, it's also on my to-read list. Um, okay. You haven't read it yet? I'm the only I've one. Re- I've, read, I've, read, I've read the first X amount. <laughs> Very unhelpful. <laughs> I've read a chunk, um, but not the whole chunk. Give, give me like yeah. a like give me a size. I honestly like a trade or two. Like yeah, like I I think probably one trade is is where I'm at. Okay. Um. So you're, but you're my plan you're is the, yeah. to finish it before the end of the year. So it's uh 55 is going to be the issue that they start up with. Um. So 54 issues, but it is incredible. It's honest. Like it, it seriously is like without a doubt, one of the most, like, compelling, amazing comic books I've ever read. Um, like, just how it, how it does its storytelling, the uh, the, the the risks, it, it's, it, like, appears to take risks, but at the same time, like, it's like, no, this is, like, the natural way of this world and the story and the reality of, like, a lot of how life is. It's yeah. just, like, um, but, yeah, it's just such a great book, and I'm so excited for it to be back. Um, I just I reread it because my uh, former roommate she got the like first volume as a Christmas present, and so it got me back into it because she was reading it, and it's just like oh, so amazing. And they printed uh, one I, of my letters. And they're one of the only comic books that still has a letter page, and they printed one of my letters. Oh, that's cool. I've technically gotten two shout outs because they did a they do an annual survey. Um, where they like survey their their readers and like ask like factual questions like where are you from how old are you um, da, da 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 but then they ask like weird questions and one of them was what was the first comic book you ever read um, and mine was Sonic the Hedgehog the Archie series Sonic the Hedgehog and they wrote like uh, in response to that they're just like well everyone was saying like a lot of the usual stuff Spider Man X Men Batman and apparently for one fan Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm just like that's me. <laughs> that's me. They're talking about me. I'm the weird one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, technically, the first comic I ever read was Tintin. No. Oh, because my dad a good had comic. a bunch of. Oh, I love Tintin. Tintin. I. Awesome. Oh, 
uh, we're gonna the, get back to comics that came out this week. The but... thing that kind of, the thing that it, it gets a little robbed from Tintin being printed in books is like I'm fairly certain it was being printed as dailies, right? Like the original. I, I think it was like comic. I don't trips. think I don't think it was, was printed it? as dailies. I thought it was. I thought it was printed as dailies in. Uh, it might have started off that way. Yeah. But as far as I know, they weren't. Uh, are you talking like just as a three comic, three panel kind of? Daily? Yeah, like a, like a like a uh, Steve Canyon like. Like Spider Man was. Yeah, like Spider Man. I, I I thought I could be. I could very well be missing. It wouldn't make sense continuity wise because every three panels would have to have something, right? Yeah. Yeah, but or I don't think kind that's of the nothing case. to propel the story. I don't know. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, I want to ask you guys about the comics this week, and that is, what's your favorite, or what was your pick of the week out of the comics that came out? Because we, I asked you what your favorite comic is that comes out per month. Awesome. Uh, but what is that? What is that? Your number one pick this week? For example, uh, X Men is normally my like like flavor of the month like that's what i would pick uh but this issue just wasn't that great so we don't have to talk about that right now but let's talk about your guys's picks um danny i'm I'm still looking over the list of everything um, that i read exactly i think i think for me this week it was batman the imposter um which was the okay. start of a miniseries um on dc black label uh which i really enjoyed, yeah so yeah, uh, uh, talk to me. Talk to me about Batman the Imposter. This is this is the moment in the show where cool. we start getting in depth. Getting in all, depth. Do I remember uh, what uh, I read and why I enjoyed it? Um, yeah. So yeah. Batman the Imposter is one of the new DC um, Black Label limited series. There's three issues to come out. This was the first one. Um, basically, following Batman in three years after he becomes Batman, um, and mm. there's an imposter shock um that's pretending to be batman i really liked the art style i thought it was really cool um i actually think that there's potential that it could be similar to what we might see from robert pattinson's batman movie um that's kind of the vibe that i got from that um but i really enjoyed it i thought it was cool um there's like a cop point of view for i think like half of it a third of it um, which I also really enjoyed. I just thought it was cool. I like the mm. I like the sort of like self-contained stories all the time. Yeah, I, think. I like it. Well, um, I love and- Andrea Sorrentino. Uh, the I, artist. Uh, yeah, they um, uh, they did um for I, where I first remember them was uh Old Man Logan when it was a series, um, they did that with uh, oh. Bendis and yeah, like the the artwork is just incredible. I think you're definitely right, Danny. Like. This kind of reminds me of the same way um, the uh, which the Brian Azzarello weird Joker miniseries that came out around the same time as Dark Knight. Like it wasn't like a one for one thing, but it was sort mm-hmm. of like here's a spin on like the same sort of alchemy that like the Ledger's vibe with yeah. yeah sort of the vibe of like here's what an unhinged Joker also looks like as a sort of like a more adult companion piece. And like, yeah, I definitely see like Pattinson's Batman sharing a lot of similarities with what this book is. Apparently we're uh, getting the uh, new trailer at some point this weekend in the uh, fandom. Oh yeah. Um, I need to, I need to figure out what I'm doing for, cause fandom is specifically Saturday, right? 
Is it? Hold on. I have a digital issue up there. I think it's a, just a one-day thing. Fandom ad. I remember that when they tried it last year. As yeah, they, ten sixteen. So yes. Yeah, because they were they were trying to go crazy last year with DC fandom. They were like they were like there's going to be two things going on at the same time, all on one day. But then they're like, never mind, we're just doing <laughs> one on one day. Then they were like, well, but we got second part coming out in a month, and like. Well, because fandom kind of was sort of seen as like a, a Comic-Con re- replacement or substitute. Right. Like, yeah. so, but this year it seems like they don't have the pressure because obviously because it's in October. Um, right. So yeah, it, it should be fun. And I think, yeah, having it on one day also seems to be able to get them more talent. Yeah. Um, uh, but a lot of it's pre-recorded too. Uh, and at least this year they have actual stuff. Because last year... Uh, I don't know if you watched DC Fandom last year, Danny, but like, no, the vibe I got was, hey, this is a menu of the stuff we're going to be cooking. And it's it's on the menu. And like, it's like, you haven't cooked it yet. And it's like, nah, but we got some artwork <laughs> from Black Adam. And well, yeah, The was- Rock just giving a vague, like, monologue about how cool it's going to be. The footage of... Uh- Suicide Squad was the um, the behind. It was like basically behind the scenes footage with a little bit of finished, cut together um, movie interspersed with it. Last year, uh, like yeah, I think the like the most exciting trailers to come out from last year might have been the Batman, but it really was the two video games like Justice uh, oh, Suicide yeah. Squad, Ar- the Justice League, and, and then Arkham, the Arkham World or whatever. Arkham Knight? No, Arkham. No. Arkham. Gotham Arkham... Knights? No, Gotham Knights. Yeah. That's Gotham... what it is. Okay, Gotham, Gotham Knights. Knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't but the multi. That's right. The multiplayer that's not from Rocksteady, but yeah, set so in Gotham, that world. Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Because yeah. Rocksteady's doing the Suicide Squad one. Yeah, and the right. one awesome. but it's, is... Gotham Knights is not, is not related to Arkham stuff. But it's like... It's supposed to be reminiscent, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the same way that sort of like the Bruce Tim style is like, all right, this is kind of the de facto animation style. It seems yeah. the Rocksteady thing is like, this is now the template we always work with in a Batman video game. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Danny, we are allowed to give spoilers on this show, uh, uh, but that's up to your discretion. It's also like, I haven't read Batman the Imposter, but I I want to. You're the second person who's brought up that, that it's their pick of the week. Because there is a TikToker who I'm going to actually have on the show next week named Albert from Albert Loves Comics. Uh, and Albert said that Batman the Imposter was his uh, pick of the week, too. Uh, and I was like, really? All right. Out yeah. of everything? Okay. I, was, I wasn't expecting, um, I kind of go into, like, I, I'll just pick up anything and then be like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. How weird. Um, yeah. So it, it was a pleasant surprise. Maybe maybe that's why. Maybe I have too high expectations for X-Men now that I'm like, er, that wasn't right. good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay. Batman the Imposter is your pick. Awesome. Trevor, do you read that one or not? No, I didn't. But I, didn't. I think if I had, I would have completely agreed with the pick. Like, I just kind yeah. of. I didn't read the end, but like I was skimming through the first couple pages, and like it looks yeah. awesome. Like le- I, uh, for whatever reason, I I love when we get like Batman when he like has to rely on Leslie Tompkins. Like for whatever reason, oh, okay. like that, like it always feels like whenever Batman's like like relying on her, he's either still early in his uh his career or like right. really up against a wall that he like 
has right. like kind of in case uh, uh, of emergency break class sort yeah. of situation. So yeah, there's always uh, I don't know like that's something I wish that like we can that feels like a relationship like the same way the the Nolan films finally made us like realize like oh Lucius Fox who's been like a part of the mythos like we finally get a depiction people can gravitate towards. I'd want to see something like that for Leslie Tompkins because I feel like yeah. she hasn't really gotten any sort of real screen time. Other um, than, other is, she than got, being, is that who Maronica, uh, yeah, uh, Maronica Marina Baccarin. Marina. I was like, Maronica. Marina, that's what I really right, called her. Yeah. Um, Marina Baracken. Um, yeah, she was playing Leslie Tompkins. Yeah, in Gotham. But yeah. yeah. But uh, like, I mean, I really I, I, only the guy who played the penguin did offered a definitive take on any character. <laughs> right. Although I love Ben right. McKenzie and like, but like, I'm more excited about Jeffrey Wright than five seasons of Ben McKenzie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeffrey Wright in the Batman. Uh, in the Batman, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So Batman the Impossible. Oh, something that I was gonna bring up is that, uh, and it's something that I've brought up on the show before is that DC is doing a lot of miniseries these days, and they're doing a lot of Batman miniseries. Yeah, I think I think the statistic is something like a third of the comics coming out this month and next month of Batman comics. Um, and yeah. that's not even including, like, Justice League. Um, right. Which is just, like, it's insane. Um, and, like, right. I guess I guess Batman clearly, clearly does well. Like, I think half right. the TikToks I see on DC comic talk are Batfam, which is, which yeah. is fine. It's just, I uh, love Batfam. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, good. I like it, too. Um, yeah. But there, are, there is other stuff out there, DC. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, I, I kind of... Uh, pulling it all together is i like a batman that has a bat family and i like a batman that can rely on other people because otherwise you get into this weird um psychopathic like like weird batman where he's like not trusting anyone he can't make any sort of connections he's alone he's yelling at alfred like what's the point of that batman he's yeah like i mean he's off his rocker you get a Batman who uh, creates plans to destroy the Justice League. That's what you get. Right. Right. Um, and it's like, I, I want a Batman who can love and trust. He can. He doesn't have to trust everybody, but he has yeah. to trust someone. Well, and I want to bring uh, bringing it back to the amazingness that is Mark Wade and Chris Sandy's Daredevil run. Like, that character, because they were trying to make Marvel's Batman after Frank Miller um, and just Marvel for like 30 years was trying to chase uh, Frank Miller's run. And they just put him through hell with Kevin Smith's run, leading into Bendis's run, leading into Brubaker's run, leading into whoever the hell did the last one, I forget, because it was awful. Um, leading into Shadow. The current Land. one is Chip, is Chip Zdarsky, right? Yeah, the which I love one? Chip Zdarsky, but like, it, it seems like it's a little bit more, it's, it's going a little bit more back to the Frank Miller stuff. But there was such a like relief to Mark Wade's run. And I think you're kind of like what you're describing with Batman too. It was just like, this was a guy who went through hell and was untrusting. And when he finally opened himself fully, it just created this like, like levity and like uh, compellingness to the character that you hadn't right. seen in years. The, like the bait, right. like the, the hook of the story was this compelling character and not let's see how far and uh, Matt Murdock can fall. And I think right. for a long time, a lot of people are still trying to chase Frank Miller with Batman. But it's like, how dark and psychotic and paranoid can we push him? 
when right. really like we want to see light Batman. Like right. I don't like I don't want to see Frank Miller Batman. I want to see like a, a a serious version of Adam West Batman is my favorite. Or which is kind of what Bruce Timms is. Is what I would say that the why the Batman animated series works so well is because right. he's not tormented. Right. But he is dark. Right. Yeah. Uh you story have you don't necessarily have to have both. Um like I think I think a lot of the current comic runs do that well. I think that's one of the things that I don't like about <clears throat> a lot of live action Batman movies is Yeah. And I mean, you can tell that Christopher Nolan hates superhero movies. Um, <laughs> he's you can, you can just he's tell embarrassed. That he hates it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right? And like, yeah, they're good films. I don't think they're good Batman films. So yeah, that's fair. No, Christopher Nolan. The rest of Christopher Nolan's career is making sure that his obituary doesn't read Christopher Nolan, director of Dark Knight. He's <laughs> making sure that is not the first movie that is going to be mentioned in his obituary. Yeah. That's his whole yeah. life's goal now. Yeah, because you're right. Yeah, um, and like, there's this thing about like this embarrassment of Robin and the Bat family, and it's just like, I think Titans, for all of its flaws, did a really good job of introducing a realistic teenage young kid Robin. And they, um, it has a lot of flaws. It has a oof, lot of flaws. Oof! It's very oof, flawed. Oof! Oof! Uh, oof! That thing is awful. I, but but I still uh, like, watch it, and it's I I I. I'm I'm sad every single yeah. episode. But also the mishandling. Uh, Chloe Moretz, uh, 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 Chloe Grace Moretz in Kickass. Like, oh, there's okay. your there's Robin right there. Like, just make her Ma- make uh, him less psychotic and less homicidal, right. and there you go. Like, right. Just it, like the fact that they're always just like, well, it's not realistic, or it's like this person, like it's so irresponsible for a man to endanger a child. It's like, well, then create a world in which that isn't the problem. Right. Like, just create a world in which the circumstances are not, like, child endangerment, but the world can accept it, like, that a child's running around with an adult man. Or maybe it's not a child. I mean, Batman the Animated Series had Robin when he was in, like, high school. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't need to be 10 years old, or just cut to when he's 17, like, oh, well, he's been doing it for like few yeah. years right he could just be training like just like Bat, uh, bruce wayne went and trained for years robin trains with bruce yeah. for years before actually going on the street um uh there, there's a lot but tony, like, tony, uh, tony stark and spider-man that's batman and robin that's a good batman and robin in the mc oh yeah yeah i mean if if tony is endangering peter yeah he is full on in child endangerment and we're yeah. like oh this is a fun movie are we pro child endangerment here on the show or as a, as a okay yeah. okay <laughs> As All long right. as it allows for a realistic Robin to be displayed on the big screen, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, displayed, arms akimbo. I, I learned what arms akimbo meant because of a book I read about Batman's history. <laughs> Do you guys know what arms akimbo is? When you have your arms on the side like this. Oh, okay. That's what the, arms the, akimbo the super, is. The superhero pose? Yeah. The- yeah, so I was I I read a book a long time ago talking about how Robin is standing there arms akimbo and I'm like oh okay there's your word of the day, uh, Trevor, uh, I hate to ask you uh, because you're gonna you're gonna talk another half hour about it. What's your pick of the week? Uh, just because I'm so excited for it to be back, uh, my pick of the week is the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina issue number nine. Interessante. Uh, All right. I I don't this series 
for whatever reason, Archie Horror just like grabbed me. I mean, yeah. I, obviously not for whatever reason. Like as I said, like my first comic book was Sonic the Hedgehog. Like I, I would buy like my grocery store still carried comics. I'd buy my regular comics, but then in the times that there weren't comics, I would get an Archie Double Digest at the checkout stand as like yeah. a a sort of like. Uh, heroin addict like just like well i don't have heroin but i have this it was like the poor substitute yeah the toilet wine to, to feed my comic book addiction and yeah. so i've always loved the the archie horror series and just like what a, a roberto aguirre sacasa kind of did with the archie line like brought it into the 21st century without kind of losing its charm like it's dilchy but like fiona speaking of saga the fiona staples help, and mark wade helped launch uh the like new modern archie yeah uh and that was wonderful it was wonderful it was it was just pleasant like that's what it like people don't understand it's like you don't need to have like these like high stakes stuff you could just have pleasant things happen like riverdale no riverdale is not pleasant everything no no i'm saying high stakes stuff as oh yeah riverdale yes yeah i think they stopped like a bombing from like a a cult leader or something there's always there's cults there's there's strippers and, and sex the, and, and, and the sabrina and show is even crazier um, is it i've only yeah. gotten a couple episodes into the sabrina show but but the the book is awesome um okay. the artwork i is didn't know i didn't know amazing. it was on hiatus for they just like took an unannounced break on that and uh afterlife with archie like this is issue number nine and the series started in like 2016 2015 uh-huh. same with like afterlife with archie so they yeah. only released after, after assuming... Life with Archie. After Life with Archie had to have launched in 2014 because I got an issue at, uh, of it at the last Comic Con I was at, which was 2014. Okay. So, um, oh, did they just release one trade at least of Chilling and like an eight issue trade? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they ever released like a full collection of what they had so far. They released like you know usual standard like first three or, uh, or first six issues trade. First but, six. So then two yeah. issues were just kind of floating around yeah. without being able and to be put into trade. Same with, yeah, After Life with Archie, like, ended on a weird issue number two. I think, like, issue, like, 17 or something like oh, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, they just sort of, like, just stopped it with no real official announcement. Yeah. Just really, I guess, like, the shows just took off to the point that Roberto Aguirre Sacasa couldn't keep up with it. So they're just like, well, when you get back to it, you can start it. Yeah. Um, Danny, are you a fan of Archie or Sabrina? Um, I have not read either, um, ever oh. in my life. <laughs> really? So, I used to watch, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was young, um, but yeah. that's, that's about, and I did watch the first season of Riverdale, and I'm always really surprised whenever, like, a clip comes up on TikTok, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, how, how, how did we get from this to that? So, yeah, um, that's yeah. about the extent of my knowledge. Yeah. Um, I heard there is going to be a crossover between Sabrina and Riverdale soon. Yeah, they they uh, uh, they're already filming it. They just they the news broke because Kiernan Shipka uh, like posted a photo of her like on set like in like a uh, uh, like set chair. Yeah, so, I I think I'll tune in just to watch that because I watched the first season of Riverdale and I tried. I got like halfway through season two. I cannot. It's so bad. It is so, I mean, it was bad in season one. It gets even worse. And it's like, I mean, it's going into season six. Yeah. Like that's, it's like insane how long that show has been going on. 
Yeah, but I think it's and just it's that get crazy. fluff that people want. Like, it's just tasty morsels. But if you string them together, you're like, oh, no, this is my diet. Uh-oh. You know? Um, so yours was Sabrina. Yours was Batman the Imposter. And I'm, I was fluctuating, kind of figuring out two books. Uh, one is, it would be X-Men number four, but uh, uh, it wasn't that good this week because it didn't really matter. Um, and uh, so it's either X-Force or uh, Batman 89. And Bat, I'm, I, I'm going to do Batman 89. And uh, uh, where do we got it? We got it. Uh, there we go. No. Did I not? Well, I didn't prep this, so... Uh, it's your pick of the week, and you didn't prep the image for it? I, that's crazy. That's, this feel, uh, that's this crazy feels like time. an audible. This feels like an audible. Uh, like you just, uh, I think you saw you guys, my cup, and you're like, that actually was a pretty good issue, so I'm going to just say that. Uh, have you, I'm going to prep in the images right now. <laughs> uh, I, I literally had Crush and Lobo from last week prepped for it, and I'm like, no, that's not... I forgot that, about But that it. was your uh, pick last week? Was Crush and Lobo? No, no, no. Uh, it's just on the same slide that I have on the, on mm. the thing. Uh, here we go. I'm, I'm almost ready. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Have you guys been reading Batman 89? I haven't been, um, but I have heard good things about it. So. Oh, it is so good. Uh, the way I describe it is, obviously, it takes off after Batman Returns. and does not include Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. And it is based off that Tim Burton stuff and kind of digging into that nostalgia, but at the same time uh, does things that Tim Burton couldn't and wouldn't do, which is, uh, I guess, have people of color in his movies. Uh, and, uh, I mean, sure, he had Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent, but that's literally what this story is about. It's about Harvey Dent and his fall into Two-Face and how that would be. But it has a lot, most of the plot is about white Gotham and black Gotham. And the, uh, so kind of like White Knight did it, you know, Batman White Knight uh, kind of had that plot where it was like, uh, let's finally bring up how race works in Gotham because that's, uh, normal cities have that sort of dynamic. Um, and so Batman 89 really goes into it, which is not something that Tim Burton would do. So this, this could have been a, a soulless cash grab by like just being like, it's a continuation Kind of like how Smallville season 11 or whatever was a soulless kind of just like, let's just have everybody appear in Smallville um, in that comic. Uh, this one really uh, actually like goes above and beyond. They didn't have to go do this much, but they did. It's really good. I don't know if you guys read it. I haven't had a chance to read, read it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, it's good. And I also can't figure out who... Barbara Gordon is supposed to be supposed to look like, and I'm thinking Winona Ryder, but I don't know. Oh, like I on that cover, that. yeah, I can see that. But but the thing is, at the time, Winona Ryder and Billy D. Williams aren't the same age. Uh, they're dating in in this comic. Barbara Gordon and Harvey Dent are dating, which is also another thing Tim Burton would never do, and a lot of other filmmakers wouldn't do either. So you know, that's my takedown of Hollywood. Boom. <laughs> whatever uh but it's really good um and yeah, it looks good. A- like i i have i'm i have it up on my screen which is why i'm like looking away because i have to do two screens because my screen's like yeah. messed up um yeah. but yeah it looks like I, I like the art i like the style of it it seems 
Yeah, I don't I don't know who it could be. I'm trying to think of uh like who would have been of age yeah. in like what 94? Yeah. Right. Uh it's at, it's 90 it's 95 from what I can gather, it's 95. Which okay. is the same year that which Batman be... Forever came out. Okay. So this is what Batman Forever was going to be or could essentially have been. The only reason I place it in 95 is it references a new video game system called the Play Playtendo or something. And I looked up when PlayStation came out and PlayStation came out in 95. So I was like, all right. So we're not dealing with like Gotham where you can't age Gotham, where it's like, you know, but it's like, oh no, they actually have kind of a timeline for it. So I don't know. Uh, it's definitely worth picking up. Um, Superman 70, whatever, 78? Is that what it is? Yeah, 78. Uh, is not as good. It deals with Wonder Woman 77 and... Really? Yeah. I don't think Superman 78 is that good, but, yeah. But it is surprising that, like, Brain... Like, it's so crazy that, like, Superman has had so many movies and still has such a deep bench of villains to pull from to, like... Right. Like it's just Luther right. and, and Zod have yeah. been the villains. Again, it's the embarrassment of, of the comic book medium. Yeah. That's what it is. It's uh, a lot of these filmmakers are like, we don't want to do Parasite. We don't want to do Metallo. We'll do a normal human villain like Lex or uh, just like Superman, but an image version. If you accept Superman, you got to accept there's a bad Superman. So that's yeah. Zod. And I feel like that's their tackling of Superman. It's like it's either a human or evil Superman. Yeah. Which is you basically know? what Superman three and four are. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think we're we're getting out of it. Marvel has chosen <laughs> uh, we're, that they're not embarrassed by their source material. They're embracing it. Yeah. Which is, and they're which embracing is it. Yeah, which is yeah. why it's better and what more yeah. well received. Right. And it's just like because you have yeah, more to draw from. Well, because, yeah, because also, like, Stanley um, was putting that universe together, like, as he was going as a marketing ploy. And what the MCU is doing, like, well, let's start this from the ground up with the intention of that and be purposeful. Yeah. And obviously not everything's paid off and stuff has changed along the way. But, like, having that intention behind it has just, like, shown, like, how... Uh, great their movies could be because again like yeah. DC even when they've got like that's why the best DC movie that they've done since uh, the Batman movies uh, the Nolan movies was Suicide Squad the Suicide yeah. Squad the Suicide Squad, Gunn. Uh, Suicide by Squad the way, 2021 are they releasing a new cut the David Ayer's Suicide Squad I'm that's not gonna I watch that I, I heard they're watched... announcing it at Fandom that's what I heard like but why why Snyder, let, let... Snyder Cut did so well? That's why. I feel like Snyder yeah. Cut is such like a specific set of circumstances, though, which makes yeah. sense right. that they did that. Right. He, like, do he, I want he, to watch like a five-hour cut of Infinity War that they were talking about? No. <laughs> I would. Oh, I would. Let's do a an extended cut of Infinity. If they did an extended cut of Infinity War and released it in theaters, they could win back the number one spot from from Avatar. I'm. Would be I'm willing to call. I'm calling it here. I'm calling it here. They will, or not, sorry, not in Infinity War, Endgame. If they release an extended cut of Endgame, people will go out in droves and it'll boost that. But I don't know whether it counts. Does it count? Still? It would. It or would count the same yeah. movie with the same box office numbers? 
I mean, look up to see if the Star Wars Special Edition has a different count than the regular one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it does. I think it's count, yeah. they count as the same thing. They're, okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so uh, talking about the other comics that came out this week, um, Danny, what else did you read this week? Sir, I have, I have a handy list here because I'm sure that I would forget. So I read okay. all the Fear State stuff that came out this week, which was Batman the Imposter and, oh, sorry, no, I Am Batman and Urban Legends. Um, and then, Urban Legends not Fear State, is it? Yeah, this week it was. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like Fear State. Do you like Fear State? I've, I, to be honest, I've been enjoying it. I think, I think some of the issues have been hit or miss, and one of those miss issues for me was I am Batman this week. Um, okay. But, um, I like the concept, although I, I guess it's very similar to to Batman Arkham Knight. Um, uh-huh. like Scarecrow taking over Gotham. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. I am. Did you say I am Batman? I am Batman. Yeah. So it's I am Batman number two. And the only reason the only reason I don't like it is because I okay. there's not a lot behind it right now. Like it's a second uh-huh. issue, but it's part of like this massive ongoing fear state thing. And I don't think that Jason's had enough time. I feel like it would have been better served if they waited to do Iron Batman after Fear State and had Jace appear in other comics yeah. throughout Fear State to establish that. Uh-huh. Because there was what there was Second Son that came out a couple months ago mm-hmm. and then obviously future state the next batman but i imagine maybe a lot of people didn't read that so, what's the draw then, for future state the, like now because let's, let's there what, was that like one month or two months that future state was a thing yeah so i think i think really just like oh what cool things can we see um the only future state green lantern has stuff that actually has now happened in the mm. green lantern series um but other than that i think everything's like really far all the all the gotham stuff is five years in the future but some of it's like okay. the swamp thing future state is like four thousand years in the future. right so right <laughs> but they're continuing doing future state titles with gotham's yeah i think future state gotham's the only one that's continued um which and i am batman right i'm batman's current continuity Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But it's like the equivalent of like X-Men like having like some Age of Apocalypse uh, as ongoings, like series like that, like, right? Mm. Like it's like an alternate okay. po- potential universe that may or may not have implications yeah. on our own. And, I, but and, it and is... I, th- I think because Future State Gotham is, I think, really worst case scenario after Fear State, like I think it's like if the worst happens in Fear State, this is what Gotham will be like. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously it's really heavy in the magistrate and all that fun shenanigans that our heroes are banned, whatever. Um, so I think that's probably why I, uh, Future State Gotham's continued. Um, mm. but. And okay. what continuity is uh, the Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries a part of? <laughs> that's the main one, obviously. That's main everything continuity, else, obviously. Every, everything else is... Well, I, I'm, I actually just pulled up the cover of it because I was looking through the list of it. It can't be main continuity because on the cover, very much alive in a Sherlock Holmes hat, is Alfred. So it okay. has no, to be that's, that's the main universe. Main, main universe, but it's fake. in the past. This is a future. This is a yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> obviously, obviously, the story is that some uh, unresolved case with Scooby Doo in the past has obviously. come back. So this is flashback stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is yeah. Um. 
Batman Urban Legends is an anthology book, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was four stories in it this this month. And they were all future state stories? Only the first one was future state. Oh. So it was a it was a it was a Cass and uh Kate Kane uh, story. Oh, okay, and interesting. The rest was not there was an Azrael story as well, and I mm-hmm. Azrael's always a really cool character. Um and oh. there was some Do you, you like Azrael? I like is a strong word. I find him a really <laughs> interesting character. Whether okay. I like him, hard to say. I was, but yeah, I, I was about to say the opposite. <laughs> yeah, he, no, he he is definitely a character that's just like, if you're gonna use him right, like cool. Like I'm down for when he shows up, but like, there's nothing really that's just like, oh, you gotta read this Asriel run. Yeah, right. Asriel's my favorite character of <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Anyone right. who says that is either a narc or a white supremacist. Asriel's <laughs> <laughs> their favorite, not only favorite Batman, but favorite like char- superhero character. Yeah. Do not talk to them. Uh, back away. Uh, also, there was the cool. edgy kids. Because there was that nine there in the nineties, everybody had like edgy armored costumes, and everybody used to like rave about Azrael's Batman costume, even though I don't like it. But they because people wanted Batman in like huge armor. And like that was a, like a big drawing point, you know. Yeah, it's not the best costume. It's not. It's do you not, not at do all. you like the variation of a a a, a full mask Batman? Because we see it every now and then with like future uh, alternate versions of Batman. With the with the, with like the a front full, a full a full yeah no mouth like almost Spider Man full full uh, mask. I mean, no open It ends mouth. up looking a lot like Black Panther um personally but uh, like we're talking like batman um 10 10 million or 1 million yeah yeah batman 1, one million um i like I it the personally is and asriel was oh. yeah and feature uh, batman also yeah. yeah i i like it mostly because when i think about whether when i used to think about whether i would be batman when i grew up i was like i got to cover the mouth but i don't know but that was can... just Karen. Well, would you cover the mouth, or would you use the same uh, eyeshadow stuff that you have to apply before every time you put on the like, mask? And just like an no. yeah, like uh, first things first. First things first. That ends up being like a weird blackface thing if if Bruce Wayne did that. Second, like it's, or like, but it's, is it blackface if it's the exact same shade as his cowl? Why would he do? Okay. Anyway, because he already doesn't wear uh, the eyes. Is what I'm saying. I know. Like you I know. Already ha- you're already applying it to the eyes because every Batman has that weird thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I where they have the eyeshadow. Robert Pattinson Pattinson's the first Batman who seems to be canonically acknowledging that because every yeah. other Batman seems to mysteriously wipe it off whenever they take their right. mask off. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm uh, just saying you already have the eyeshadow. I know. But I would cover it. Okay. The joke is that. Bruce Wayne has his mouth open to show that his to show the cops that he's white underneath the mask. That's, That's the, the joke. Theory. <laughs> That's the joke. I mean, whether right, it's a theory or not, but it's a joke, right? It's like but yeah, I only half heartedly hunt for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, like, white. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> he's a he's a hero, right? He's a hero. But other than that, it's like he's a menace. Uh Spider-Man has a full mask. Who knows what he what well, at he this is, point everyone you know. knows he's He's white at this point. Who? Everyone knows Spider-Man's white. At least the first Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, because they point out that Miles is not, right? Yeah. yeah. J. Yeah. Jonah Jameson seems to not have a problem with that Spider-Man. 
With what? It's like, oh, now way to get to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, don't have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Oh, no comment. But the first one, the white uh, one. I mean, not that I see that the other one may or may not be another thing. I mean, I'm just... Oh, Spider-Man's a menace! <laughs> but that's Spider-Man. But that's Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. The one in the red. Yeah. Not the uh, one wearing the sweatshirt. Not a hoodie, not, no. Not, not a hoodie. Not, not black Spider-Man. I mean, the Spider-Man wearing he's, he's black. Wearing black. <laughs> Mostly yeah. black. Yeah. Although now um, he's, more the red, he's more the red and black Spider-Man. With his new suit. Oh, because it's primarily red. Um, it, Yeah. Uh, don't get me started on his new costume. I'm not a big fan. But uh, what was I saying? Anyway, Bat Batman and blackface is where that came we, off. Yeah, of. so I don't think it's actually blackface, but whatever. Rewind, rewind. We were at we're getting Legends. to Azrael. Um, Azrael, Batman Urban Legends number eight yes. came out. Um, I we just, talked about so that. There's a line in Urban Legends that Azrael says where he's like, I don't use an axe. Like, that's ridiculous. We're in the middle of the city. I use a flaming sword. <laughs> and it's just like so ridiculous that I eventually yeah. had to stop reading and I was like yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel I don't feel like Azrael fits the theme of the Bat family at all. No, no, he's he's definitely he's definitely like your weird like uncle that you don't really want to talk to, um, I think yeah. in terms of the Bat family. But also what? he's your weird uncle that like you were like, okay, for Halloween we're all our whole family's doing a, a group costume and then he's the one who comes out of nowhere and he's like, No, 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 it fits. It <laughs> no, fits. You said Batman, right? Look at it. <laughs> I went I went with religious zealot. <laughs> like, what? Well, because I would say Batman's purpose is not to eradicate evil. It's to eradicate crime. And right. Azrael is to eradicate evil. It's weird. Azrael's yeah. weird. He's I don't... A, he's, a, he's a weird dude. <laughs> he's a weird dude. But, but um, it's a fun story sometimes, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor, what would you read? Um, I, well, I mean, I read both Spider-Man issues. If we want to get into that or we want to save those, obviously no, the Batman and Scooby-Doo mysteries. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, I don't, you didn't tell me you read that, so I don't have a cover for it. Uh, thought it was but, implied at this point. It's on issue seven of 12. So just saying. <laughs> are uh, amazing, amazing Spider-Man number 76. Danny, yes. did you read this one too? I did, I did. Okay. Cool. So we can all kind of talk about it. Um, Trevor, you want to introduce it? Um, I'm like, I don't know what it is because I grew my my first. Th I love the art. Is what I want to say before I get into my tangent. Well, it's just like mm -hmm. I, Patrick Leeson's art looks so different than what I'm used to because I'm used to more of the hard lines of when he was doing um, Green Lantern Corps with uh, Peter J. Tomasi and he was doing the. Um, uh batman and robin series like it's very like hard lines because right. inked very very i think it must be like the change in inkers or something because this is like a breezy kind of look to it like the yeah i thought especially like in the facial feet dainty is the wrong word but like there's definitely some <laughs> but not inaccurate lines. yeah <laughs> but yeah i know it. yeah yeah there's some of it there's a lightness to it like there's softer colors, softer edges. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm not used to seeing that with Gleason, but I love it. It's awesome. Um, especially stoked because uh, Sarah uh, Sarah Pacelli, the uh, the artist who created Miles, um, she's taken over for a couple of issues. Like, so it might be that she, uh, his stuff's being inked to sort of mirror hers right. because it does feel pretty close to her style. 
That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I there was a couple of panels that I really liked, like the the I guess the comparison panel between Peter and Ben I thought was so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and like a lot of the like panel frames I thought were done really well. I really liked it. Do you have um experience with Ben Riley? Do you have a take on Ben Riley or is this your no, first exposure? So, um yeah, so I I jumped in at uh Sinister War is that what the oh, okay um, yeah, yeah yeah was? so that's where I jumped in um, oh wow so it was it was it was a very like oh okay and then I, <laughs> I was like oh, okay cool um interesting so that was this was my really first introduction to Ben Riley so well so it's interesting because well first of all it seems like they kind of if you saw I don't know if you read it but if you saw the stuff for Spider-Man's like new costume that debuted like a couple months ago the like white and blue and like yellow eyes design. Did you see that image? I haven't actually. So it seemed like the, the premise that they were doing for that couple issues was sort of road testing what they're going to be doing with Ben Riley. Right. Um, because, yeah, because it, it's interesting because it seems Ben Riley has been gone for, he was gone for like what, like 15 years, Dimitri? He was killed uh, up in like, until now? Well, no, no, he came no. back. He came back in Clone Conspiracy, but like he's been yeah. basically gone from like '98 and never to, referred to. Yeah, like just like yeah, gone. Just like yeah. and like talk about like cl- cl- talks of clones would come up, but like Kane, their third clone, had like has been around for much much longer and like had because uh, K- Kane had a resurgence uh, before Clone Conspiracy. Yeah, because he was like Scarlet. It was a whole thing, like uh, uh, yeah. Spider Verse and all that stuff. But anyway, but uh, so uh. he was just like gone. But he was like they tried to replace, like Asriel, uh Ben Riley was brought in to replace Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, he's a clone of him, dating back to Amazing Spider-Man like one thirty-four from like seventy-three or something like that, and it got retconned. Oh. So that's the same Spider clone as Ben Riley. Um, but he was kind of like more of an everyman sort of thing a little bit more in line with peter parker just sort of reverted back to like i just care about um my rent and being able to afford web shooters and getting a job because at the time peter parker was married and had a kid on the way with mary jane and so that's why they brought in ben riley to replace him but now since he came back in clone conspiracy like five years ago um during dan slot's run um, they've sort of recast him as the sort of successful older brother to Peter's down and out character. Now that Peter himself is, after uh, Brand New Day, reverted back to single and only caring about yeah. um, X, Y, and Z. And so it's interesting to like, because yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a change of pace for me with Ben Riley being this character, but like for you, this is like how he always has been. Because uh, yeah. D- Dan- Danny, you don't have much experience with no, Ben Riley. This, this is this is my first my first foray into the excitement. Um, uh, that's so. probably good for you. Yes, that's probably right. Probably. Uh, ben Riley is the biggest piece of baggage in the entire Spider-Man universe. But uh, well, you wouldn't know that from the, past, you wouldn't know this from this issue. Bigger than since past, bigger than since uh, past, and they just wiped since past clean too. So they wiped since past clean, which is nice. Uh, but Ben Riley at least has positives. Sin's past has no positives. Yeah. Again, like, at the end of the day, we always have the Scarlet Spider suit. Right. 
Right. Um, the thing is, like, I, I just don't... I don't get the whole Ben Riley thing, mostly because clone conspiracy, he came back and it was supposed to mimic um, Miles Warren because uh, he's yeah. wearing a, a jackal He became mask. the jackal. He became, he became so twisted by being resurrected that right. he became the jackal. Right. But then he got his own miniseries in which he tried to be good. And then at the end of the miniseries, they were like, nah, he's bad. And it ends. And that's the last time we see him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm going to look up Ben Riley on the Marvel. I think the got, last time we saw him, it was... I think he got a little bit more turned out of his heel turn prior to this. But yeah, it might have been a minute since we've seen him. Um, right. Um, right. I don't know this is an interesting because it's also like such a different take on spider-man like they have the like guy in a chair um team helping spider-man almost like it's like an episode of the flash it feels like um right. it feels like they're casting spider-man as like a cw show right. um we are spider-man <laughs> yeah which honestly wouldn't be opposed to but um but it is uh, oh i missed a thing yeah there's a whole like he had like a. a Do you know a what happened? Going. Sorry, I've no. been talking. Yeah, okay. So when he had the ongoing, he did turn bad because there's damage to his soul that continues to make him evil. Then in Spider Genin, Spider Genin, uh, Otto, Ben volunteers his services, and then Otto, uh, clones him and thus helps. Uh, like so he comes him one final time to clear him yeah. of his stuff. And then Which Otto also, he, yeah, Otto's also but, like bailed on his redemption arc too. Right. He was right. walking around well, as an Asian yeah. man, I believe, for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like CB Sabolsky. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! I love it. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, but then Ben Riley comes back in Iron Man when he fights Korvac. I didn't realize that because I saw. Oh, that's Iron right. Man. And I don't now, know really, Bendis started a trend of. He's here. Yeah, I was saying Bendis started a trend of relegated Spider-Man supporting characters making the jump to Iron Man. Because he was the one who brought um, uh, Mary Jane over, right? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. Slot brought over Ben Riley for a bit. Yeah. Because yeah, that had that had to have been during Slot's run before he jumped on to Fantastic Four. Yeah, but that's because I think they're trying to bring Tony Stark down to earth a little bit more. Because he paired up with Hellcat recently, so it's like yeah, street-level people. Um, and Trish Walker, nothing really brings you back down to earth like Trish Walker. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you say Trish Walker, that's Jessica Jones, the series. But yeah, I know, I know it's Patsy. Patsy. I know it's Patsy, yeah. but like, I, I, I just picture, I'm picture Robert Dana Jr. and... Uh, uh, Rachel, what's her face? I forget her last what's name. What's her name? Yeah. Um, like that, because that Trish, Trish Walker sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, she sucks so much. Uh, okay. So um, I, I, I don't know, Danny. As a, as a fairly what newer Spider-Man fan? Are you a fairly yeah. newer Spider-Man fan? Yeah. Uh, are you excited to see where Amazing Spider-Man goes? It's now a weekly yeah. series, but like. To be, to, I mean, it? to be honest, I finished the issue and I went. 
I need the next issue, but there wasn't a next issue for me. <laughs> okay, so, all right. So I, I, yeah. did, I did turn the page, and I was like, no, I want more. Um, so that's always a, that's always a good sign. Um, yeah. I, I, I guess I would say. Um, that, they're also putting Peter in a coma for whatever reason. Yeah. Funsies, yeah. you know? Just, you know, kill all your favorite people and yeah. put them into yeah. a coma. Right. Well, you know, it's you forget that he he is radioactive at his core, so he should uh, bounce back even if he's going to have some problems. For what? Because because he that's what he got oh. hit with. He's like dying of radiation oh, yeah. poisoning. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah, been, yeah. Technically, he's been dying of radiation poisoning since he was fifteen years old. So I don't like that. I don't like that. It brings up Spider Man Rain, and I don't like that. That to be. Is that talking about turning his? Uh, his reproductive fluids radioactive. <laughs> Do you know Spider-Man no, I, Rain, Danny? No. This don't is ever. Don't me. ever. <laughs> don't. It was it's, Spider-Man's answer to Dark Knight Returns, kind of, uh, with gritty art, and it's in the future. And basically, Mary Jane dies of cancer because Spider-Man's fluids are oh, radioactive. You know what? No, I, I did know this. I did know I, this. I okay. imagine it's popped up in TikTok. I imagine people yes. have... Yes. Or discussion. This is a uh, it, it pops up in memes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. It's it's all. The, I think what really ultimately upsets me about Rain is that that is an upsetting thing that they they did. But it's the fact that it's uh, uh, Carrie Andrews who does the art and and at the time Carrie Andrews was doing incredible incredible covers mm-hmm. and seeing like. Seeing them do uh, interior artwork is just like, oh, it'd be like if you saw if Alex Ross was doing Alex Ross covers and then you saw a book like, oh, Alex Ross is penciling this and it was inked like a normal comic book. Like it didn't look like a painting. It was like, but Alex Ross drew it. Just like, no, but I want to see this as yeah. an interior because that would have looked incredible. He did um, a lot of the uh, Straczynski stuff that looks almost sort of pseudo 3D painted. Um, that was a lot of Carrie Andrews. Uh, he did uh, a homage to like the Hulk cover with like the, all the stuff crumbling down on the Hulk. It's just like, such an incredible cover artist, and the interiors were garbage. Terrible. Um, yeah, I'll have to look this artist up. Oh, Carrie! Oh, Carrie Andrews does the uh, amazing fantasy covers. Yeah, they've they've been doing. Uh, he's been doing cover art for years. Okay. Years and years and years, but like, but like, for whatever reason, like, as opposed to like Alex Ross or JG Jones or people who are known primarily as cover artists, there is such a degradation in his work as a cover artist when he goes to his, an interior artist. Yeah, so weird. Oh, I see it. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That Batman. That I remember that Batman cover. Batman number fifty-three variant cover. Yeah. Oof. It's so beautiful. Um. Yeah, and then look at look at any panel from rain it's just like how are how are these the two same artists right right yeah that is weird um do we got uh what else was big Did, does anyone read hulk no but it hit 50 i got I, I was reading it for a little bit and it's just like uh, oh every time i've tried to read a hulk series because i've tried multiple times to like all right hulk's going in my poll list I just had, like, it, for whatever reason, after, like, a year at most, it just be- starts becoming a chore. I don't know what it is about the Hulk that just never <sighs> remains compelling. It's only there was a of compellingness. There was a run that I really liked, which was, like, 
Red Hulk onwards into the intelligentsia and like I because I love supporting cast, just like Batman and his Bat family. I like Hulk family. I like Scar and A Bomb and like all his other like people. Like I like them, but Marvel got rid of them because like Death of the Hulk's line or whatever they were called, where Hulk was like de-gamifying everybody. Was that was that the Red Door arc? Was that part of that? I feel like I don't know. There was there was some. This is gonna. I only vaguely remember reading something where all the Hulk friends were connected, and there was a Red mm. Door at one point that Hulk was going through, and there was the Eternal Dark. No, the Eternal Darkness is DC. There was the the one below all. Um, Oh, and there was it was it was a whole it was a whole kerfuffle. Um, this is oh. a really bad summary of what happened. <laughs> is, it, is it one below but all? Is it, also, is it one is below it all in this Immortal Hulk? Because I I be. read from the I synopsis. Could, I, I genuinely might have read the first I, arc of this, and that's. What uh, I, I think that's what about. it is. I think yeah, a lot of this stems from the Immortal Hulk series because yeah, that that's it's hitting fifty, so it's been going on for f- almost five years, five years probably. I mean, with like delay and probably whatever coronavirus did like um so it's been going on for a a while so yeah it's yeah possible that this was like that stuff was early days yeah but they Um, change in the run in 51 just like they changed or not the run they changed the uh the team of amazing spider-man from 74 to 75 they're changing it from 50 to 51 oh really so oh so this is the the end of ewing yeah Um, it's donnie kate's next i think they're switching oh all right ewing Ewing is going to Venom, and Donny Cates is coming to Hulk. They're swapping. Yeah, they're swapping. I loved. I've I've met Donny. He's he's awesome. He was. Uh, I interviewed him one time. He was really cool. He was really. He was. He kind of uh, a cool story about Donny Cates to kind of show why it's so cool that he's blowing up right now. Uh-huh. I met him at Comic Con, um, at the the Hilton Bar. Like I was sitting uh, on their outdoor patio, just kind of hanging out. Um, yeah. And was got to talk with a few other guys who were like doing press as well. And Donnie uh, uh, came over and he was gonna talk with them. And I started talking with him. And he was telling this story about how he used to come to Comic Con all the time as a fan. Like he just like, I used to grow up coming to this every single summer, coming to Comic Con. But then we started breaking into it. At a certain point, he's promised himself, like, I'm not coming back until I'm coming back as a creator. Like, I'm no yeah. longer coming here as a fan. Next time I'm coming is when I have something to promote. And that's what yeah. he did. And that was, um, I think, either that year, this, would, again, would have been, like, 2013. So it was, like, right around when he was, like, starting. He was starting to do the image work that would catch Marvel's attention. Um, yeah. But he's a great, he's an awesome guy. And I'm, I'm excited to see him. Because what he did with Venom was awesome. Um, he really expanded the mythos while also, like, yeah making Eddie Brock a compelling character while also not making him less of a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad we took this time out to talk about a series that none of us read, which was Immortal <laughs> Hulk. Uh, but I, I mean, I think it's But like, I might okay, start reading I mean, it now. Good for them. Good for, good for, them, good for, for them for kind of having, as far as I know, the people who have read it like it. So uh, Immortal, I mean good for them to for finishing 50 issues and then continuing you know um well it's like we were just talking earlier like dc's just doing miniseries like when was the last time you saw something that right. wasn't a batman or superman title hit 50 right right oh there is something that i want to talk about 
uh, Wonder Woman 780. Did you guys read that one? That should have been my pick of the week. I forgot. Wow. I liked it so much. You liked Did it you so much that you it? forgot about it? So much. Yeah. I, um, my comic book store didn't get it delivered, so I have oh, to no. pick it up next week. It's on my playlist, um, but... Since Infinite Frontier came around, Wonder Woman proper, like her, she is, uh, like Diana Prince, has been, like, going around the cosmos on something. I did not read that. I kind of was not interested. Uh, So for the last... What? Was it her, like, physically traversing, or was it, like, uh, Wally West's recent... uh, I mean, I I know you just said you didn't read it, but it was, like, Wally West's, like, Quantum Leap thing, or was she actually... I didn't read that. But what, oh, but what, he, but you know, he was oh. actively going between trying to get back to yeah yeah and talking with gods her yeah. and her soul wasn't being pulled yeah. directly directly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's her, it's her entity because she's supposed to be dead. Yeah, because it was after the whole kerfuffle and Dark Knight's death metal. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. She's ascended. Um, right, and, and then she's like, "No, I don't want to join you. Um, I'm gonna yeah. go back." But then she didn't go back. She's just. I think she started yeah. off in Valhalla. Um, but. Right. There was something with that. I did not read that. I don't know if you guys read I those, read but you read, oh, the previous yeah. Wonder Woman stuff? Did you read 780? No, you said the one that came out. Oh, with that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I didn't I have it. it. You're just I rubbing salt it. into the wound. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't put two together. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you had been reading it and you would have read yeah. it this week, but they didn't have it. Okay. Exactly. Um, that's why it's, it's her, not her pick of the week because she physically didn't read it, whereas you read it and forgot about it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I liked it a lot. I like Wonder Woman. I like when they... I like it when people love each other. Like, it's it's like... I'm, I'm, I don't want the down and dour DC. I don't want, like, these heroes that hate each other. Literally, in, like, in, in page two or something, Batman shakes her hand, which is also weird, because Batman, I think, would hug, but he's shaking her hand and smiling, like, welcome back. And it's like, great. And so this issue is all about her coming back to Earth and Earth welcoming her with open arms. And what I like the most about it is we see at least one page for every one of her supporting characters. Like, at least. Which is like, okay, they're not forgetting that Cassie Sandsmark exists. They're not forgetting that Donna Troy exists. We see Nubia. We see Etta Candy. We see the Holiday Girls, which I don't know too much about. But they, like, they're like the biker gang that like supports... Wonder Woman, I guess. I think that um, they're old school, like yeah. from the forties. Uh, yeah, since, as time has progressed. I think I saw them in the Wonder Woman anniversary special issue, and so like we see Yara Floor. Uh, uh, so point is, and we see obviously Steve Trevor, um, and we see Doctor Psycho. And obviously, spoilers to Danny for. <laughs> Thank, thank I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure you'll you'll read it and love I'll it. I'll enjoy Just, it no matter what. So it's it's, it's a very happy issue with mm-hmm. some like small seeds of like what's going to happen, and uh, uh, I like it. I also like it. Just I I like the art of Wonder Woman. Somebody pointed it out. Wonder Woman that doesn't look Anglo-Saxon, but Wonder Woman that looks like Mediterranean is always yeah. a nice thing. And so uh, they're kind of drawing her and Hippolyta like that. So I'm a fan. I liked it. Uh, that would have been my pick of the week. 
Fox. Yeah, I think something else that's been cool about DC, also interesting, I should say, maybe, is post-Infinite Frontier, because everything's kind of, like, southern new. This month and last month, we've effectively reached the end of so many first arcs of mm. stories, so it's been, like, really interesting that that's all happened at the same time. Um, right. To see stories conclude, but... Yeah. Um, yeah um, so it's good. I wonder if there's any if there are any titles that are lacking right now in Infinite Frontier. Like, Teen Titans Academy is kind of lacking. Yeah, Teen Titans Academy, I think, lost its way a little bit. I think it's, yeah. it, it has a really strong premise, but I think they didn't lean enough into the, like, the Academy aspect of it. Like, when you look yeah. at, like, um, what is it's... it, New X-Men from 2005, um, and, like, those shows, it's like, oh, you get to see yeah. these new characters, or Strange Academy. Um, all these yeah. new characters doing fun stuff and oh no shit happens um yeah which I, I was gonna say it should be like a japanese anime like about like set in a school like one of those yeah. my hero like, academia my yeah hero or like academia, soul eater or times. like just yeah tons of those yeah. yeah there's a lot of academies by the way between dc and marvel there's been a lot of academies yeah. There's been Future Foundation. There's been Avengers Academy. There's been obviously X Men over however many years. There's been uh, 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 Strange Academy. There was well, within uh, X Men. There's also like three yeah. different academies, right? Yeah, right. X Men are like right. the, are like the Wizards in Harry Potter. It's just like yeah. the, right. yeah, there's Hogwarts, but there's also multiple other schools like <laughs> right. Hellfire Academy, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Gene Grey School for Higher Learning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, there was what am I? There was, there's was a couple. Uh, there's Avengers, there's Fantastic Four, there Gotham was Academy. There was Gotham Academy in DC, yeah. there's Teen Titans Academy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of academies that like uh that they're trying right. to figure out. Cause I think they're trying to f- mark my words, Strange Academy is being prepped to be a Disney Plus show. Mark my words. Yeah. And that's what you do. You just always like, all right, here are the books that are happening are always meant to kind of be a five-year preview. Right. It's like, here's right. where they're testing out the waters. They're testing the waters. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's the next Harry Potter franchise. I'm I'm sure they're like, Marvel meets Harry Potter. That is going to be Strange Academy. Mark my words. All right. Well, they're marked. Timestamp <laughs> 630. Yeah, write it down. 1014, 2021. Yeah. 630 p.m. Pacific time. Um, What is your, I, I, what would be your Greenwich mean? What is your... Your time British zone? Time? It, it's, it's British standard time, but it is also okay. British mean time. So. Okay. Because mm. um, they're uh, one of the same, right? Well, they're two yeah, separate except, things, but like they, they're in the same place. when it's daylight place. savings. Um, okay. But otherwise, they are the same. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, with, uh, what was I going to say? So, I don't want to rub in the fact that you didn't get to read Wonder Woman, Danny. What was, what, what did you read? What else did you read? Um, so, I also read Tyson's United. Um, and I read how, X-Men and X-Force. How is Titans United? Um, I think you can very clearly tell that it's meant to be an entry-level series for people who are coming from Titans. And I think yeah. that's fair enough. Do I think it's necessarily a good book? No. Am I going to collect all seven? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the first two now. And yeah. it would just be a shame to not. Um, I just... I don't think the dynamic between all the different characters works very well in this comic but yeah. i understand that these are the characters that are in titans so right that's why they did it which is fair enough um 
I read issue one and I was yeah. like, I don't know whether I can read this. Cause I love tight, like just in general, Teen Titans, the comic Titans, I love them, but I do not like the show. And, the, uh, but I still watch the show cause I keep yeah. wanting to be like, what's gonna happen, but it is so bad. And then Titans United, I was like, ah. Yeah, it, it's, it's very clearly meant to be, oh, you like Titans? This is your entry point, like read this and then you can, join us um i think even it has the covers have like a sticker on them like but not a sticker it's like kind of oh. on there where it's like like the tv show um which i hate but <laughs> it's fine yeah so are you guys, pulling clips of the show while we're doing the show i just that wanted to see too far volume, back volume uh, could you hear that volume yeah. uh posted you're talking about, about asriel <laughs> it's you talk about Azrael. Um, but I was listening. I was just trying to figure out yeah. where, where to do it so I could post it. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, Titans United is kind of like a tie, like trying to tie yeah. it in. But what I the do show. Like I get that it, but that it's an Elseworld story, so they don't have to change main continuity as the is it Elseworld? It's Elseworld, yeah. So it's not, oh, okay, it's not main continuity. So it's okay, fine. <laughs> I didn't know that about Titans United. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they need to mark it. Like Superman and the Authority ended this this it's week. Main continuity. Is it though? How yeah, is it? it is. is there a spoiler that makes it main continuity? Um, so it was Justice League last week, um, and also I think Superman and the Authority number three did confirm it. Um, but it just how, how does it fall into continuity? Wait, that what's continuity? Uh, Superman and the Authority. Oh yeah. Yeah, how? So, super, how? Super, uh, so last last week's Justice League. Oh, sorry, last week's Action Comics. Okay. What's that last week? Week before? Um, yeah. We see Superman is talking to Batman, and he's like, oh, "I'm I have my team, the Authority. I'm going to go grab them now." Um, and then he like leaves to 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 go do that, and that's I presumably where Superman and the Authority starts. But. It um, it doesn't make sense with the continuity because in this continuity, Superman's been been Superman since like this is an older Superman that's been Superman since yeah. the forties, right? A more attractive Superman, you might argue, but <laughs> but then I, I, you I, like Salt and Pepper, Kingdom Come <laughs> Superman. With 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 uh, without spoiling too much, at the end at the end of this issue, he literally like takes off his suit and puts on the regular Superman suit, and it's like the Superman from main continuity. But it is main continuity. Um, oh, I don't get how. I just don't. I don't understand. So, okay. It, okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the issue because I haven't read it yet, but I, I don't mind if this is spoiled. Um, yeah, I'm cool with the spoiler. Also, I just well, need to make we sense need to, we, we need to stop getting stuff spoiled for me and, and uh, Danny. We need to get stuff spoiled for you. Exactly. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> that um, happens a lot on this show. I do get spoiled, and then I have to like, you know, I get oh, it. Okay. I was I was wondering uh, if he was because I see him put it on the suit. The original ending of Crisis on Infinite Earths, <clears throat> like the original pitch ending, was that um, present-day Superman, Silver Age Superman, was going to die, and that Golden Age Superman was going to take over his place, Salt and Pepper is Superman from Crisis, okay. and that the plan was, at the end of the series, when he's about to uh, um, like step into the light as Superman, he was going to rub off his his silver hair and like show that he was just like in like he was made to look older because he's Kryptonian and he actually doesn't age and so wow. it would be old golden age Superman but he would look like the same age as present day Superman 
And that Is was that what he does. Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's no, and no, it's not what he does in this. But Grant Morrison loves loves making old weird stuff, modern day canon, yeah. and like oh, yeah. and So it's just like, oh, if there is a time for them to do that, it is now. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it appears that uh, it is not the case. I just don't get how it fits in continuity. I will have to read it and figure it out. Uh, yeah, we don't, so if you read, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but if you read the most recent action comics and okay. then read Superman and the Authority, I think they will make sense. Um, so. It doesn't make sense with the beginning of Superman and the Authority, though. Yeah, he wasn't just Superman. For, <laughs> I, that, what, but, what, ah! I'm assuming, what I'm I mean, assuming is Grant Morrison got given like a like a skeleton brief and. Well, did Grant Morrison things, which is fair enough. It, I, I think Superman was a great series. And without <laughs> without spoiling it, the end is very much Grant Morrison multiverse shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, like the last okay. Page so it's multiverse very, shenanigans. But okay. but at the same time, like the Superman Authority, at least I believe, is initially conceived. It might have been delayed here and there. Was kind of coming out of like rebirth and an infinite uh frontier and so like uh-huh. the reestablished continuity and grant morrison will just go to town on that yeah i'm like oh you've reestablished continuity and all the stuff so the fact that like now all of history has kind of become canonized as a result of infinite frontier yeah. Grant morrison might have just been like well yeah then he's been superman since 40s yeah. no but also I could be... you get to see them be up a nazi in this issue uh which is okay. always a fun thing that's always cool. Um, okay, Superman. There. Okay. Um, uh, what was this? Uh, um, oh, X Force. Uh, let's talk X Force and X Men. Trevor, do you read them? Uh, I do, but I didn't get to uh, X Force this week. Okay. Well, let's talk X Men first then. Um, uh, I thought it was just kind of a waste of an issue because it was kind of a Halloween issue. Nightmare comes in. And it's just to show that the X-Men have shit down against gods, right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, Jean Grey can, like, fight her own against Nightmare and win. And it's yeah. like, that's a big increase in power, right? Yeah. I did think, though, that the 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 full-page panel of her, like, massive, I thought that was super cool. Um, but yeah. I think the issue that X-Men's run into right now, and I think it's so sad that it's, like, in the first really six issues of its arc is because of everything going on with um trial of magneto and inferno they can't they can't do anything in x-men because they need to wait for those to conclude before they can actually do anything which is so frustrating but there's big things coming up right yeah exactly because it it kind of i even last week last week the last month's issue was also self-contained which is fine i don't i don't think it's necessarily an issue for there to be like one-off comics, one-off issues yeah. in a in a in a series, but I think for the first arc, probably wouldn't be my ideal, since it's the first X Men. Right, but, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing you get is kind of like some small character moments where yeah, X twenty three acknowledges that she has a gap in time she's missing and which she probably is in love with Sync. Which is what I'm waiting for because I like a good ship, and I'm shipping Sync and Laura, uh, X23 Wolverine uh, together, and uh, he's in love. Let the man be in love. Well, come on. So, that's good. That's good. That's good. Classic 
soap opera, X-Men soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. The dream. Yeah. Yeah. There's not some messy romance going on. Is it even X-Men? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, you need to Uh, have some messy, messy messy-ass shit. Right. Uh, It's also interesting to see who is living at the uh, X-Men headquarters in New York. Because it's really what? Only Laura, Cyclops, and Jean? Or is there one more? No, yeah, I think it's. it looks like it's the three of them. Although it's hard to say because maybe they're all just doing off doing Trial of Magneto stuff. Because yeah. why does why does Claris, the Lorna Dane, not live there? Like, where where is she? Where is she right, at? where are the other or people? Like, like Sunfire. Like, yeah, wh- yeah. What what are they doing? Where where are they at? <laughs> yeah. What happens if the X Men get called up in the middle of the night? Where do they go? Where do they come from? Who knows? Also, just a side thing, because TikTok goes wild with like who is who is sleeping with who, who is having no strings attached stuff, who's by and who is like even like you know is Wolverine is Wolverine fucking Cyclops. Or is he just fucking no, where's the, with where's the conservative outrage about that? <laughs> right, yeah, right. Exactly. It's because it hasn't been stated outright, been but it's been insinuated. But also, yeah. like in this, in this, in this world where, like, are they just? Is everybody just having sex with everybody now that, like, they're immortal and they can just kind of do what they want? Is there a thing with that? Well, that to we're be, like to be the, fair, the highest tenant apparently in mutant law is to make new mutants. So. Right. Uh, I think that's number three. It's, but, yes. yeah, I mean, it's but it's not, in. It's part of the anyone. three. Yeah, it's, it's like right. don't, don't kill, kill humans. Um, something uh, else. Make more mutants. Don't harm other mutants, right? Like, isn't that respect the, the land? One? It's respect yeah, the land. Respect the land. There you go. And yeah. go fuck each other. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't kill humans. Respect the land and go fuck. Um, have we have we seen a Jean Grey? Wolverine child ever yeah is that like a, a character who's popped around because we've cable is um yeah Madeline, Madeline Pryor and, yeah. and Cyclops yeah is it Rachel their Rachel, kid from Ra- uh, yeah Rachel uh, is there. Rachel's their kid yeah, Rachel's uh, their also kid. X-Man X-Man is the genetic X-Man yeah Nate, is Nate genetically Gray. Jean Grey and Cyclops Cyclops's kid then Ruby Summers is Emma Frost and, and Cyclops. Cyclops Cyclops's kid yeah so we uh, don't have some hairy redhead running no. around uh then we have we have Wolverine and Storm they have a child in a alternate universe uh uh, but no, we've never gotten because the closest we've gotten is Age of Apocalypse, where they're together and in love. Yeah. Um. So no. Because um, well, yeah, there was, was there was also like a weird like Bendis had like what like Mystique and and uh, Wolverine. Uh, Mystique and Xavier. Uh, Mystique and Xavier. No. Mystique and Wolverine. Yeah. But yeah, they Mystique so- and Xavier also. Yeah. In that same in that same one. Because there's Xavier Jr. or whatever, and then there's Rage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Mystique and Wolverine. Um, so, yeah, that's weird. What I was trying to say is that, like, Sink and Laura not already hooking up is weird then if everybody's literally having orgies all the time. Yeah. But then I'm, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, they're I, romantics, you know? Like, yeah. Just just because you can have an orgy doesn't mean you're going to. You right, know? of course. Well, and it's like, you know, 
if one it's a little hard when one person has feelings the other one just want to has to have no strings attached stuff mm-hmm. we don't like know just, though but i don't know but like if they're having it's orgies then I, yeah but obviously sinks in love with her and so the fact yeah. the fact that laura is not is probably the most prohibiting factor in engaging in that because he's just like Oof. well but this is too much this, it's hurt yeah. my heart it's hurt yeah. my heart just uh um so yes I, I i i yeah i don't know where they stop and where like what is who is my head canon my head canon is and this is my theory is that cyclops and wolverine aren't doing each other they're both doing gene gray and they're both okay with it. And I think that's the growth in their relationship. They're both okay that they're both with Jean Grey. I think maybe they kiss during like a three-way. Like that's... <laughs> and they're dealing some, with that before they... Some occasional before. flushing. So, something's I, happened. Something's happened and it's there, there's more, definitely, more there's than... Definitely been, yeah. yeah, there's definitely yeah. been some comments made. Um, well, the, yeah. flirtatious looks. Yeah. So. I think maybe they're just okay. Maybe I maybe I'm the one who doesn't want that, and it's not oh. that I don't want it. I no, don't know. He's not inclusive. <laughs> no, you I want can't. to sing the praise of bisexual Jonathan Kent, but when Cyclops and Wolverine want to get down, suddenly it's a purity party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut, shut up. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I also think that Emma Frost only sleeps with Cyclops. That's my personal opinion. Oh, yeah, no. Emma Frost does not sleep with Wolverine. With anyone. I don't think she gets shared. I think she's specifically with with Cyclops. On that note, can we talk about how weird it was that Nate was sleeping with all five Stepford Cuckoos at one point? Like, that's weird. Is it? I mean, it is. But also, are they just doing it psychically? So does it make hard, it weird? Hard I don't to know. know. Hard to know. I feel yeah. like it, I feel like even just the emotional impact. Of yeah. It, and Grant Morrison established that a psychic affair is just as valid, right. as a physical one. Well, there was Mercury and who that Legion like merged together to have like like soul bonding sex in age in Way of X. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that it was Mercury it was, like, weird, and like, psychedelic. Yeah, it was like a, it was like soul bonding sex. Mm -hmm. It was like soul sex. There's mind sex, there's soul sex, and then there's physical sex. And I feel like Legion made Mercury and Loa, is it Mercury and Loa who are dating? Maybe. They had like soul sex, and then they came out of it worse for wear. So yeah, they they like fight or something. Like I feel like I like uh, this is all coming back to me. I feel like it was a bit of a fever dream. The post. uh, post uh, yeah. uh party so <laughs> yeah uh by the way we're, we're gonna move to x-force in a, in a second but captain comic rex which is brian out there brian has been on the show multiple times he says if marvel is going to put gene logan and scott in that pride voices issue group shot which i didn't know they were in the pride voices issue group shot okay then marvel should have logan and scott kiss or they're cowards um, I, that's a very uh, fair point <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it if you make it canon. I, I, I think yeah. what I don't want to do, maybe this is just me and my own mindset. I don't want to have to point, like, just like in real life, I don't want to be like, oh, that person, like, seems like they're gay, but they're not. Yeah. Or, I like, think- try to, like, 
think like is this person like like obviously in real life it's none of my business but what i'm trying to say is that like the general characters where it's like if it hasn't been stated and to be canon should do i need to be looking at every single character and be insinuating that everybody is just kind of sleeping with each other well this the speculation for this came from uh house of x um when they showed the layout of the summer's home and showed that Cyclops, Logan and Jean had a like adjoining rooms. rooms. No, but like, not just like next door, like rooms connect, like doorways. They connect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's it's Cyclops, I believe it's from left to right or whatever, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine. Wolverine, it's not, Jean Grey is in the middle is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. As far as I remember. Jean Grey is in the middle, and both Cyclops and Wolverine, their rooms join uh, Jean Grey's rooms. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think we're past the point of where we need to queer code things. Like right. at this point, just be like they're gay or they're bi or yeah. whatever, whatever the case yeah. may be. Um, and right. being like, oh, they might be, but because like it's kind of like I don't want to say the couch choice, but like it's like a way to almost appease both sides and right right yeah i agree yeah i just maybe i just i don't like insinuating about people's sexuality like just state it and like then like maybe we can do that i don't know you don't like the tawdriness the the tmz and the speculation of it kind of right because i mean for example like is ryan seacrest gay like we he's never come out so should i just assume that ryan seacrest is sleeping with justin timberlake like i don't know like i mean that seems like very specific example (laughs) thought about that scenario no i was trying to bring up other people where people thought they were gay back in the day it was like oh justin timberlake's gay he's on nsync right but like uh, at what point do we like oh uh i think people thought he was gay because of those curls (laughs) yeah the ramen the ramen noodles uh yeah okay moving on to x force uh talk about a gory issue yeah that was that was some messed up stuff <laughs> it was body it was kind of body horror yeah kind um, of missed the wrong horror. issue to sit out of did you oh yeah you didn't read yeah I, I read it i only read uh x-men yeah um basically uh there's a little russian nesting doll kind of thing because every time you kill it it becomes smaller and it's invaded Beast's body, and Black Tom Cassidy has a little, like, organic wood creature that then invades um, Beast's body to try to track it down. But oh, then it's... Beast cuts out his own eye to, like, yeah. and, like, it was so, Beast is getting weird. Yeah. So is this sort of paying off the, the tease of what was going on with Beast during, uh, the the gala uh i might link to it i'm not sure for the sake of time we do got to wrap things up but yes i think so i don't know if danny knows i yeah i'm i'm, I'm not 100 percent on that but also colossus being a traitor well not intentionally but what's that up was a, that was a spoiler that was a bit colossus being a traitor like selling secrets oh yeah not not on purpose i mean that but that's yeah. Oh, you don't know? Do you know about the Chronicler or whatever his name is? You know, um, 
Rasputin, uh, 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 not Mikhail. Peter Rasputin, but uh, Mikhail Rasputin has this like writer in a dark dimension type thing. And whatever the writer writes comes to be true. And there's, I forgot about that whole like, yeah, basically they're controlling Colossus. So that's crazy. Well, I was going to say like the other, like having not read it, like, but now knowing where it's coming from, but like that's on top of what immortality has done to the X-Men sexually. Um, it is yeah. sort of interesting what that immortality is doing to some of them philosophically. Yeah. Um, like the fact that like, yeah, we kind of beast, beast could do for a Mark Wade, Chris Samney reboot. Like people have been really obsessed with making beast dark for a, a, a yeah. years now. Um, like it's a, uh, that's, I, it's, yeah. I think he's going to get rebooted. He's going to go dark beast essentially. Cause he's getting closer and closer to his dark beast persona. And I think he's going to then get rebooted to his, uh, Avengers Wonder Man friendship persona. Well, maybe they'll do a Bendis failed to do and fully get him out of the the lion beast because they turn right. him into like that sort of half thing, but they haven't brought back the the Wolverine hair. Right. I don't want the Wolverine hair, but that's well, just, but that's yes. his that's his iconic look. That him and Wolverine go to the same barber. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there were, there were a lot of other books, obviously, that, that came out and we don't have enough time to talk about it. Um, uh, but, uh, I want to thank you both, Danny and Trevor, for coming on the show and spending time with me and, uh, talking about this, uh, week's ones. So, uh, I'm literally going through, uh, I mean, there was Booster Gold, Blue and, Blue and Gold, there were Strange Adventures that came out, Harley Quinn, uh, the animated series, Hardware 2, these are all... Uh, ones that we didn't get a chance to to, to go over, but um, uh, Danny, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, what is your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? You can find me on TikTok at Danny McGowan uh, with two ends, and also on Instagram at Art by Danielle uh, with a Y and an L to be confusing. Um, yeah. And that's 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 me. Um, in terms of things I have coming up, just TikTok content. I am working on a comic myself as well, so I suppose to keep an eye out. But Ooh. if that's Ooh, something you have, you're interested in, do, but no. Do you have a, like an elevator pitch for it? Can you oh, talk I do about have, it? I have a log line. The, Give me. Yeah, what's the log? I pull that up. Okay. Uh, and also, I I think I know the answer. But I'm just kind of being uh, joking, but it's just like, is that two ends in Danny or two ends in McGowan? <laughs> it's two ends and daddy <laughs> um okay so the logline is in a city overrun by criminals with superhuman abilities um a series of teenagers discover that they have abilities and are in a unique position to combat the supervillain threat to their city however the more threads they uncover the clearer it becomes so that there's a wider conspiracy at play Ooh. Ooh. and okay. are you writing art uh, all of it Both. All of it. The whole thing. The whole. The whole. The whole shenanigans. Colors. You're gonna. <laughs> all edit of it. it. It's, it's a one man show. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Keep us posted about that. For sure. Um, Trevor, what's your social media? Where can we find you? You got any plugs? Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Trevor Copter. Um, I need to sit down with somebody who does TikTok because I feel like I vaguely have ideas that I could do with like comic book stuff for TikTok. Cause like I had an idea of 
talking about how crazy it is that like you know the golden age is about 15 years silver age is about 15 years bronze age is about 15 years and then we've been in the modern age for like 40 years so yeah. it's just like something like that like an idea like instead of posting it as a static still frame on my instagram stories how to turn that into a tiktok yeah. um but um also, my, my headphones might die in a second, so I'll be quick. Yeah. Um, you find me at Trevor Copter on all social media, um, but also I uh, host a game show live on Instagram. We usually have shows uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays at this time at 6 o'clock uh, uh, Pacific Standard Time, which would be 2 a.m. Danny time. <laughs> <laughs> um but we usually do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, but we're starting to do Sunday shows. I think that's going to be a recurring thing through uh, American football season, um, doing these Sunday shows that I'll be hosting. And so check that out. It's at Game Show Ready um, on Instagram. And yeah, we, we do shows. It's a lot of fun. It's a good group of hosts. Uh, Gil, who uh, is a frequent guest uh, on the show, he um, used to be a host on that show. So yeah, check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Danny. Thank you, Trevor, for coming on the show and uh, taking time to talk comics with us. Uh, thank you to the audience out there so much for, for being a part of this whole thing. Um, thank you uh, uh, to volume.com for being an awesome uh, streaming platform. We stream to multiple platforms, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, but volume.com is uh, our number one platform. So definitely follow us there. Uh, if you're listening to us and not watching us, that's fine too. Uh, uh, however you digest us, that is great. You're probably listening to the podcast on any of the five podcast platforms that we do, uh, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or iHeartRadio. Um, wherever you digest us, whether it's live stream or podcast, please click like or, or write a awesome review or something uh we would greatly appreciate it uh if you're on social media on instagram or uh tiktok or even twitter we're there at the keeg show at the keeg show t-h-e-k-e-e-g-s-h-o-w find us there uh we definitely post a lot of stuff there uh this is comic talk where we talk about comic books we do this every single week with a bunch of new guests but danny i would love to have you back trevor love you have you back so <laughs> Uh, 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 thank you guys so much for being awesome guests here uh, on Comic Talk um, that's pretty much it definitely follow us wherever you're going to follow us and uh, we'll be back with more shows of Comic Talk, the Keeg back the after shows uh, Hawkeye when it starts off we'll do an after show uh, for Hawkeye so we got a lot planned so definitely stay tuned once again I'm your host Dimitri Pereira and this has been another episode of Comic Talk take care everybody peace out Super fat.